Hello, everyone. This is Isabella McMillan. Thank you for joining us once again this week for our Speakers Bureau devotional for September 28th, 2021. And today I am so excited for you guys to hear from a voice whom I love and respect dearly. Rachel Mills, I get to sit under her leadership And I absolutely love learning from her, especially growing together in our knowledge of the Lord and growing closer to the Lord together. We love having conversations about what the Lord is doing in our lives, things that we are learning, what He is teaching us along the way. So I am very excited for you to hear from Rachel today and just a small glimpse of what the Lord is teaching her these days. Rachel has been serving with Operation Christmas Child since 2007, so she has been on this road with OCC for quite a while now. She has served within community relations, media relations, and now she serves as the Director of Brand Development for Operation Christmas Child Domestic. She is my boss, but most of all, she is my sister in Christ, and she is my dear friend. So I am so excited for you to hear from her as she shares today's devotional, When the Heart is Under Fire. So without further ado, here is Rachel. Hello, this is Rachel Mills, and today's devotional is titled, When the Heart is Under Fire. Our theme verse is, Give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about you from 1 Peter 5-7. So fall is my favorite time of year. I love all things fall. Um, and where we live in the, in the Appalachian Mountains, the leaves turn so many beautiful colors. I especially love the trees that look like they are on fire. But fall is also the busiest time of year for me and my family, and perhaps for you as well. My kids are in school and participating in so many activities afterward. It seems that there's so much more happening at church and in the community. And of course, we are busy preparing for National Collection Week, the busiest time of year. But when our schedules get too full and something unexpected arises, knocking us off course, we can feel like we are standing in the middle of a fire. Some of our fires may seem very big and consuming and others just uncomfortable. Last week, I was praying with two team members about a meeting that I had that day where I needed to work through some difficult challenges that had popped up. After we prayed, one of the team members said to imagine Jesus was sitting at the table with me before my meeting started, to just look over and see him filling the space in the extra empty chair. I did just that, and I felt his presence. And I don't always take the time to stop and just invite God or think about Jesus in my meetings, but this time I did, and there was a grace in the meeting, and we easily worked through everything. And so I remember that small adjustment made all the difference. Later that day, I talked to a friend who was dealing with some much bigger fires than my meeting, and I encouraged her to see Jesus standing next to her, and then later heard a song by Hillsong called Another in the Fire. Isn't it fun how God will bring a song to help connect the dots on something He is showing us? So here are some of the lyrics. There's a grace when the heart is under fire. Another way when the walls are closing in. And when I look at the space between where I used to be and this reckoning, I know I will never be alone. There was another in the fire standing next to me. 
There was another in the waters holding back the seas. And should I ever need reminding of how I've been set free, there is a cross that bears the burden where another died for me. There is a grace when the heart is under fire. We know the devil wants us to be busy. We know he wants to trip us up by throwing obstacles our way, especially when we are already overwhelmed. He wants us to not only feel the heat, but get burned. We are susceptible to his attack and lies when we have too much going on. Before we know it, we've listened to a lie, we've come in agreement with the lie, and we've opened the door for Satan to come on in and have a seat, when we should have just given that seat to Jesus at the beginning and invite his grace to enter. Psalm 4610 tells us to surrender our anxiety. Be still and know that I am God. We've all heard this verse, and for me, I think about retreating and having quiet time when I hear this verse. But we should also do this while we are in the fire. We must recognize that Jesus is right there with us. We must see him sitting at the table and make the mental shift that he's always with us and that his grace is sufficient. 1 Peter 5.7 tells us to give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about you. Surrendering mentally in the moment and filling your mind with good thoughts of His faithfulness can create a supernatural grace for you to proceed in the fire. We must recognize that the burden has already been carried on the cross and trust God to deliver us. I can only imagine the excitement Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego must have felt when they encountered Jesus in the fiery furnace and stepped out completely unharmed. Earlier, I referenced the beautiful trees in fall that look like they are on fire. Like the trees, let's see the beauty in the fire, our beautiful Savior Jesus Christ, and know that He is right there with you. Friends, I hope you were encouraged as you heard from Rachel today as she shared from 1 Peter 5, 7 to give all your worries and cares to God for He cares about you. I love this picture that Rachel painted of this fiery tree that is absolutely beautiful and to learn from the beauty in it, to learn that there is beauty in the fire, our beautiful Savior, Jesus Christ. And knowing that he is right there with us in the fire, how important that is. So thank you, Rachel, for that beautiful encouragement in this very, very busy Operation Christmas Shout season as many of you are out and about and traveling and rest uh, is not something that you might be getting as often as you might want to. I am especially grateful for Rachel because she is the one, you guys, who had this big dream about a speaker's bureau coming to life one day. And she was the one who picked up the phone and called me back in 2014 and asked if I would take on this role of leading the Speakers Bureau. So I am so grateful for this big dream and vision that Rachel has had uh, for the Speakers Bureau to exist, for us, all of us spokespersons to be a family. It all started because of Rachel's beautiful vision to see this happen. And so, Rachel, we are so grateful for you. We are grateful for your leadership. And thank you for this beautiful word from God's word uh, and your encouragement to always see that God is there, right there with us, even in the fire. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for joining us and hope you join us again next Tuesday. Mm-hmm.